0: And I'm back with another story time with Uncle Phil. so good to have you guys listening and tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, I love these opportunities when I just get to share stories that mean something to me, that convey some kind of deep and profound truth about the divine. And just being able to offer this in hopes that it will connect with someone That it will reach you, that it will mean something to you, that it will encourage you, inspire you, perhaps provoke some kind of change in your life. Um, I find that to be the best stuff of life. Anyway, this one hits a little close to home. It's December 28th, um, and I believe it was just about three days ago-ish. It was right around Christmas when we all went to bed. So actually, it must have been the day after Christmas, so it must have been the 26th, so two days ago, Um, my youngest boy, Tate, came into our room, and he stood in the door, and he had tears streaming down his face. Um, and we said, what's wrong? You know, I mean, as a, as a parent, you want to understand, you want to know, um, you want to fix, right? So anyway, um, I said, what's wrong? Are you, are you hurt? He shakes his head. No, he can't really say any words. And he's like, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? And he's shaking his head. Yes, that he's okay. And, um, he just said that he couldn't sleep he couldn't sleep and you could see all over him that he was something was wrong right um, but he just couldn't fall asleep um, so we told him to crawl up here in our bed and I started out talking with him and I said now do you really not know what's wrong and he said he was afraid and I said afraid of what? And he, again, he was fighting to say what he was afraid of. He wouldn't say things. So I said, are you afraid for you? Are you afraid for mom and dad? Are you afraid for brothers? Um, like, is there something in the room? Like, what is it? And he said, eventually after some prodding and poking, you know, and just making him, Making him feel like it's okay to say whatever you're afraid of out loud. It's it's not going to harm you or hurt you. As well as I'm not going to think you're like lame or anything. Like I just want you to be able to express it, and say it out loud. There was some video he had seen prior to bedtime that was kind of just stuck in his brain. Um, short video clip, maybe like 30 seconds. And it wasn't even an image. It was just an idea. And for whatever reason, he could not get that idea out of his brain. Being a father, my heart goes out to my son. And I began talking with him. I mean, the first thing I did was just let him know that he is okay, that he's safe, and he's protected. And that fear is not who he is. That in fact fear is something that is against him. It's not a, not a good expression of ourselves, if that makes sense. It's where our mind can tend to wander, for sure, and also get stuck. However, we don't have to stay there. So I prayed for him, you know, and I used verses out of the Bible talking about that we don't have a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind and that fear has no place in our lives. And so we turn our minds to good things, um, toward things of love, toward things of peace And we rest in that truth that in us is a spirit of power and love and a spirit of peace. That's who we are. That's what we trust in. And so I prayed for him and he continued to lay next to me. And uh, we talked a little bit. We watched a little something on a laptop and tried to get our minds off of it. We hugged him. We reassured him that we love him so so very much and it didn't take long maybe 20 minutes Um, and then he was ready to go to bed and he fell asleep Um, what I find most interesting about that night is is that it wasn't 30 minutes after he left that my own personal mind was gripped with fear. And so I did what I typically do. I got up out of bed because I just could not go to sleep. Um, I didn't have a parent's bedroom (laughs) to go into, but I went downstairs and I prayed. And I prayed some of those same verses over and over again. And I read some things, and I tried to still my mind, and I tried to remind myself of who it is I am, that fear does not have control over me or a place in my life. And I watched a little something as well. And eventually I did fall asleep. But I wanted to tell you that story because, again, it's so easy from the perspective of a father to my son to see God's heart for each and every single one of us. And to see how fear can cripple us and paralyze us and keep us in a place that we are not intended to be. It's easy from that vantage point. And then literally after my son left, it was like twenty, thirty minutes, like the role was reversed and I was the one stuck with fear. And that's a pretty scary place to be. Um, it's not very comfortable. It's pretty draining Um, it's pretty narrow, kind of like tunnel vision being stuck in that place. But my encouragement to you is to try and see it through the eyes of God, through the eyes of the divine and his heart and his care and his concern for you when you're in that space. Oh, how he loves you. Oh, how he cares for you. Oh, how he holds you and will be with you until you fall asleep. He will speak words about who it is you truly are. He will remind you that there is nothing to fear. So, when you can't sleep, when you're overcome, when you're paralyzed, I pray that you find the arms of the one who loves you more than anything else in this world and that you approach him with tears streaming down your face and you tell him exactly what you're afraid of and you let him know and you let him hug it out of you and pray over you and hold you and bring you to that place of peace and rest. Because that is the true spirit that is placed within you. That is where God wants each of us to be. And that's where I personally am trying to be when a fear grips me. Because it does. And it's not like a once and done, you know, and then you're, you're all good and Oh, I never have to deal with fear again. It's like this battle and the struggle is real. So may you not be afraid. And may you find within yourself the spirit of power and love and peace that God has put inside of you. May God hold you through whatever, whatever struggle, whatever obstacle, whatever sickness, whatever stage of life, whatever thing that you're in the middle of, may God hold you. And this too shall pass. Amen. All right, that's my story time. I think I'm going to title this one Do Not Be Afraid. It's what my friend Justin Berger told me on our phone call just yesterday at the end of our conversation and us speaking about what to pray for one another. He simply said, Phil, do not be afraid. It's the most frequent, most common command throughout the entire Bible. So go and do not be afraid.